0: Hey friends, welcome to the Pure Encouragement Podcast, episode 41. I am so excited to introduce my good friend, Taylor Joseph. He's an extraordinary professional hockey player, plays goalie in the Federal Hockey League here in the States, and he has an amazing story of learning to trust God through adversity. All of us have faced moments where we've had to persevere and we've had to be mentally tough and not give up and learn to trust God when circumstances have come that we didn't expect, whether it's an injury, whether it's getting cut from a team or traded, or just our dream seems impossible and we have to keep fighting to not give up. So Taylor and I have a great discussion about all of these things. I pray it strengthens and encourages you as a competitor for Christ. Keep impacting lives. It's an honor to do it together. I hope this podcast blesses you, friends. all right taylor super excited to have you on the podcast brother thank you so much for being here i can't wait for you to share your story and to encourage and strengthen so many competitors for jesus around the world welcome brother
1: oh thanks gary for having me no i really appreciate it and any way i can help share my story and help hope it encourages somebody that's that's amazing so i appreciate the platform you're giving me here so so trusting God
0: through adversity. And this is really the, the fabric of your story, like the, the plumb line of your story since I've even met you. And we're gonna get into that a little bit about your pro career and some of the things you've experienced. But but from, from even a young age of playing, like learning to not give up when you face adversity, learning to trust God and surrender to God's plan, even if you don't understand what he's doing or why he's allowing certain things. Like there are so many athletes, including myself, even through my years, uh, of just going through uh, this road to try to climb to the next level, and things do not go the way you expect. Some people don't believe in you. You get criticized. You get cut from teams. Uh, you have slumps. You have challenges. And you get massively discouraged at times, and you, it seems impossible to keep chasing your dream at moments. And through all of this, like you are living this story of learning to trust God through adversity and not give up and keep surrendering and moving forward. And so you. get to juniors keep your story going what happens in junior that becomes difficult and then tell us about your current pro experience and what's been going on with
1: that no yeah so uh, junior was kind of wild i remember i'll try to make this quick but um essentially my first year junior um i got cut from major midget story the year before wasn't expecting to because i was returning in that league had to play junior b in edmonton which isn't the greatest for moving forward and i didn't really see what was going on I thought my career was kind of over but I went there with a positive <laughs> tried to be with a positive mindset and just work hard where I was and I ended up getting rookie of the year that year and then got opportunity at junior a the next level which never really happens um, from that league and so I was with a team one of the top teams um, got released late because a guy dropped down from the western league and so I was searching for a team and I remember no one was really looking at me and then I found a team they had three goalies uh they actually said hey like just come practice with us until you find a team <laughs> so it was kind of like a mercy They <laughs> they're giving me some grace just to keep on the ice and so me and my parents I think for two my mom or dad for two and a half weeks we drove two and a half hours there and back um every day just to, uh for me to practice like with no inclination of me making that team it was just essentially just to stay on the ice at a high level and um but essentially goalies started to kind of, kind of fall through the cracks there and I remember I was at home um there was three goalies left and I was still looking on the outside and I went home watched prayed watched the game that they were playing that night and I saw the one goalie got pulled after like five shots so like for me I was like internally just excited just because maybe I was thinking this could possibly be an opportunity for me and then I remember the next Monday we drove two and a half hours there and got in the coach's office and he essentially said like hey we're going to give you one game. We can't carry these three anymore. We need to kind of solidify what's going on. You've been working hard in practice, but we're going to give you one game. If you win it, you'll stay. If you lose it, we'll part ways here. And it was against one of the top teams at the time and our team wasn't too great. So it was kind of a little nerve wracking, but I remember just being in the tunnel, being so thankful that God had opened this door for me and I knew that he was there with me. And um, I remember first shot of the game, it goes in. Like it was a tip from the slot, like, hits a guy one of my d in front goes in so i was like okay great start and then um we end up coming back in that game and i think we won three two in overtime and i got first start of the game so next day moved me down for good and essentially was able to plant my roots there for a bit before joining another team and that's another crazy story that um how it worked out but it kind of just kind of paved my pathway for junior to getting to uh, one of the top teams eventually so
0: Come on. Now tell us into your pro career. How'd you end up where you're at in pro?
1: Well, I'll let me I'll do one quick. So my junior, this is where some adversity just before pro is um I eventually got to one of the top teams in junior. We we're hosting nationals. Um I was the number one goal in Canada talking to a bunch of NCAA division one schools. And um I at Christmas time I ended up tearing my meniscus and was out for the year. So I lost all my scholarship opportunities um my team ended up winning nationals and I wasn't able to be a part of it Mm. and that was one of the hardest times things I think I went through in my life at that age and um just kind of fell away from God at that time and just didn't understand what he was doing like could not see and for me hockey was everything and that was my identity back then and um and I see like now and then the next next spring got hit by a drunk driver and got through went through that as well so At the time I went through a really hard time, but now like as the years kind of go on, you kind of see that God was there and that everything happened for a reason and it was for my good wow so So here you are facing just
0: multiple levels of just challenges and adversities continuing to push forward and chase your dream god's opening up miraculous doors you get this knee injury which radically changes you know so much of of just your ability to play and and like what about the future and my college opportunities and, and and you're at this crossroads of trusting god in a whole new level how do you not give up in that moment how do you keep trusting god
1: I think at times I I did kind of there was definitely dark times where I was I was depressed, especially at twenty years old when hockey's your everything and you're at the top, and all of a sudden everything's wiped out in you in in a day, right? And um, then getting hit by the drunk driver the next spring when I'm finally getting healthy, like then blaming me even more. Like I thought my hockey was done, and so I was really upset with God and didn't understand what was going on. And um, but essentially. He I know like throughout where I went to university and everything, like everything happened for a reason. And I don't know if I would have been the same person I am today if I didn't go through that stuff and and if I would have went straight to the NCAA and um maybe like just my character wasn't there at the time. So I know God had a purpose for what he was what he was doing there. And you see it now, but at the time you definitely don't see it. But like I said, like if you don't give up and trust, trust, like my, one of my favorite verses Proverbs three, five and six is trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways, acknowledge him. He'll keep, make your path straight. And um, that's something that's kind of been a staple for me.
0: Come yeah. on. and what a What a powerful testimony within your story. Like, like just learning to stay surrendered continuing to trust, to not give up. Like this, this is an amazing picture. I think for so many athletes around the world, for me, man, I wish I could have been in your shoes with Jesus in my life, where I'm learning that God does have a plan that what seem like setbacks are really God's setups that God is infusing this character and this steadfastness in you. Like it says in James chapter one, consider it all joy. My brothers, when you face trials of various kinds, because it produces steadfastness and steadfastness, Fastness, when it has its perfect effect, results in us being perfect, immature, lacking in nothing. And it's just this amazing promise about what endurance and perseverance does to us. In Romans 5, it talks about the character that it brings to us and in the the depths of, of hope that results as a result of that. And so you're walking with Jesus. He's allowing you to go through the trial. It doesn't mean that he doesn't love you. It just means that he's setting you up and infusing you with this character and steadfastness. But as you continue to lean in and you keep pushing through and not giving up, God continues to open up doors, even into the pro levels. So why don't you bring us up to speed where you're at today and what's going on with your pro career?
1: Yeah, no. And like, just to touch on what you said, Gary, is like one of the best things I've heard is it's, it's not happening to me, it's happening for me. And um, I think when God closes an unexpected door or – um brings you maybe somewhere you don't see you you just have to put your head down and trust him mm. and um still be a light regardless if it's something you don't want to do you just you have to trust that he knows best and that just be the best person you can be be a light for him wherever you are and he'll work it out um but yeah i know essentially i with my pro journey so far i um finished university a year and a half ago and i got an opportunity in the american league um had uh got a win with the Toronto Marlies and played a couple of games there. And after that, I thought, Oh, I'm set. Like, I'm <laughs> going to be finding a job in the East coast. I'm going to just, uh, um, I'll be fine. I'm like that close to the NHL. And like, I think I can do it. And then quickly, I realized that um, it's a lot harder than that. And um, so last year I went through uh, quite a trial. Um, I signed with a team and one of my best friend's dad, he passed away right before camp and, Um, went home to be with him just make sure he was okay and got to camp um late and got released by the team and um bounced around from a few different teams and didn't understand what was going on it just seemed like anywhere i went it it just wouldn't work out and i was just wondering why god was putting me through this and i think i put on like seven thousand miles in the first two months of my (laughs) the season last year in my vehicle um but yeah just um trying to obey him and I remember um, I went through my fourth team or 15 before Christmas and hadn't had a real opportunity and I remember just sitting in uh, in my room where I after I got released and just feeling like God was calling me to go to a league that I didn't want to go to and um, below the in the federal league and um, I remember I moved to Nashville for like a month and just was living with a buddy there trying to delay it and I knew deep down he wanted me to go down there and I I just, it was a pride thing. I didn't want to do that. I'd just gone from the American League, now going to the worst league, um, technically in North America. And it was a pride thing. It was um, embarrassment. It was lots of things. And um, I remember talking with you, actually, and my dad and a couple of resources I have um, for when I go through these tough times. And I just remember, you. I think it was you and my dad said, like, it's – someone needs uh Jesus in the federal league too. <laughs> and I, I didn't like it at the time when you guys said it, but I, I knew deep down that's where God wanted me to go and ended up going to um, the federal league team. It didn't start off the best, just what the situation was going on there um, internally, but I was able to uh, just try to be a light for, G- for Christ there. And I was able to get a chapel program started um, where we had like more than half the team joining at times. And, um, a couple players accepted Christ um, and so it was just amazing to see and even fans in the stands that were able to uh, um, come to Christ just through me just trying to be a light. Um, I remember I'd pray at the Dodd after every game and fans would come up to me and ask me what I was doing and it led to conversations about Christ and bringing them to church and having them accept Christ at church so it was it was really cool just to see when I surrendered what God was going to do um, there in Binghamton where I was last year and Um, the connections I made the the people that were just just when you obey him like how he's able to use you Um, and I remember one game there was a prayer circle around before the game at the glass and there's like hundreds of people praying at the glass before the game and it's just something you could just see God moving in the city and it was just it was just humbling to know that like when you do listen to Christ and do follow what he wants you to do that amazing things that can happen and that are way bigger than hockey. And, um, so yeah, no, I was very thankful and, um, there's always something new with trials and going through one currently right now, but, um, it's, uh, I know God has a plan. He's going to take care of me.
0: (laughs) I have so much joy as you share your story, brother, because it's, it's the realness of learning to surrender and trust Jesus. And, and man, you're an inspiration to so many of us as competitors for Christ, because yeah, it's bigger than our sport. It's bigger than hockey, it's bigger than lacrosse, it's bigger than football, it's bigger than baseball. It's not about us. At the end of the day, as followers of Jesus, it's about Him. And it's about him sending us as ambassadors for Christ to impact lives for eternity. And so I often say all the time, like this was what I would say to myself, even as a player, is that hockey is my tool to impact lives for eternity. Uh, in, In other words, like whatever the sport is, my sport is the tool to impact lives for eternity. And you came face to face with that reality do I really believe this, right? You're being faced with being sent to a league you didn't want to go to. And you're being being in this moment of like, am I going to surrender and use hockey as the, the tool to impact lives for eternity? Is, is making that eternal impact really more valuable than what people think of my reputation and what people think of me? And like, you had that moment of, do I surrender and trust? Or am I defined by my performance and what people think of me? And because of your walk with Jesus, the testedness that you'd gone through in your life, you make the decision to go to surrender and trust. And God does this radical, extraordinary thing and it starts impacting lives all around you. And now there's a chapel, there's impact in the community, there's ministry opportunities, and God has used you radically, man. It's inspiring, brother. I just want to encourage you with that.
1: No, I appreciate it, man. I think the biggest thing for me in the last year or two is like just fully surrendering my career. Like it's it's easy to say it. <laughs> it's another thing to actually do it. And um just trusting that like like hockey's not everything. Like it's it used to be for me. And um I love like I said, I love hockey more than anybody. I'd love to play in the NHL one day. But it's not everything. When you put God first and you know you just let him lead you whether it's in hockey um business life family um, he knows what's best for you and he's going to take care of you. So I think that's the one thing is like I'm fully surrendering my career and whatever he wants to do with me, um, I'll do it. And like I said, if he wants me to play in the NHL tomorrow, I'll be in the NHL, but um, I'm just going to trust him. And he knows my love. He knows my dreams. He knows my um, passions. And I'm just going to trust that regardless if I get it or not, he's going to take care of me and put me where I need to be
0: so good man dude it fires me up i just see i get so encouraged because that that there's so much weight behind that that is so hard to say wholeheartedly and I love it, man. I, I, I'm so inspired by that. Uh, moving forward, as we kind of look to wrap this up, all of the athletes that are in the world listening to this right now, competitors for Christ facing adversity, fighting to trust God with their circumstance. Maybe they are in the middle of a slump. Maybe they've been cut from a team. Uh, maybe they're facing similar adversity like you, like where they've been traded from team to team, or uh, their dream seemingly is just crushed and it's never going to happen. What encouragement would you give to them to get through this time?
1: I think the biggest thing is just like, it's surrender. You got to surrender. Um, I know we all have plans, <laughs> but um, God's plans are greater than our, what we think it is. And I think just surrendering, um, surrendering everything to him and just trusting like, Hey, like God, put me where you want me to be so I can impact people for you. And um, I think he'll surprise you too. He'll, you'll realize that um, it was the best thing that could have happened for you wherever he leads you as long as you obey and trust Him and, um, try not to run from him. I've done that before. It doesn't work too well. Um, but if you trust him and know that wherever he places you, he has you there for a reason and embrace that, like don't have a sour attitude of being somewhere where you don't want to be because then you're doing the opposite of what God sent you there to do. I think it's just going with the positive mindset and just asking him to use you every day. And um, you're not going to be perfect through it at all, but at the same time, just do whatever you can to bring glory to him wherever you is, wherever you are and, Um, I think you'd be surprised at things he can open up for you. We don't
0: throw in the towel and give up and stop working, but strength comes through surrender. You're living that out and learning to do it, man. And it's not easy, but you're fighting for it daily. And even this week, as we've had, you know, a move from team to team, like learning to surrender and trust that what seems like a setback is really God set up for something greater. And I think of Psalm 84, where he says uh, that God withholds no good thing from those who walk uprightly. And so he's withholding no good thing. All things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose, it says in Romans 8. And you're fighting to surrender and trust because strength comes through surrender. It's absolutely awesome. I got one final question for you, and we'll be done this week, right? In your quiet time with the Lord, what's one Bible verse that God has really been speaking to you this week? Uh, You can encourage everybody with that. First one
1: is Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you, be strong, and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's something I've clung on to for years, just because like, there's times where you are afraid, or you are discouraged, but you got to trust that God is with you no matter what. And um, things are happening for a reason. It's not happening to you, it's happening for you. And um, the other verse that is a big one is Jeremiah 29, 11. for me is, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not harm you to give you hope in the future. So I know that like anything that happens to me, like I said, it's, it's for me. He's um, it's for me to um, live abundantly and just be able to trust him. And, th- and abundantly doesn't mean having everything you need, but just having him in the center of it and him taking care of you. And I truly, truly believe that.
0: What an incredible encouragement today to all of the competitors for Christ and myself listening uh, to this. That that strength comes through surrender, trusting God through adversity, learning learning that the road to success sometimes isn't just like the easy easy path with uh, with no bumps in the road. Like we got to be tough, we got to be surrendered, we got to be resilient. And Taylor, you're living it out, man. So thank you so much for being an encouragement to everybody today. I love the verse they got put on your heart this week being strong and very courageous for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go and I think that's a great verse to to end on today friends for all of you that are coming in on this podcast from around the world uh, we bless you and we pray for your strength we pray for God to just bless your seasons and all that you're going through right now Uh, if today's podcast has blessed you please consider subscribing or sharing with a friend and as always friends keep speaking life to those in your life you have no idea the impact you can make when you choose to speak life to someone's soul. God bless.